But right now we're going to be talking all things AFLW because it's the grand final week was... Huge week in uh, footy, and it's yeah. Brisbane versus Melbourne, well done, Melbourne. up in Brisbane. Um, and it oh, should be a fantastic event. And uh, to chat to us about it is ABC Boundary Rider, Channel 7 superstar ESPN. She's got uh, fingers in many pies, and that's Sarah Burt. G'day, Sarah. Hi, guys. How are you? Great to be here. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, great to hear your voice. Tell us um, how excited are you for Sunday? I am beyond excited. It's it's amazing, actually, because you'd think that um, having two seasons in one year that you might be feeling a bit over it. But I tell you what, I think next year I'm really going to miss the amount of AFLW that we have been gifted this year. I'm sure the players might have something different to say, but I am just so, so excited. And I can't believe that it's one of the same teams. It's uh, it was here. Uh, yes, we've got Melbourne playing against Brisbane. Do you have a... Uh, like a, a soft spot like everybody for, say, a Daisy Pierce and want her to sort of get one under the belt? I do, but I've also been pre-warned that there's the Melbourne supporter in the room. There certainly um, is, and it's so exciting. And I can't wait. Um, Queen yes, Daisy. I, yes. I think it would be fantastic for, for Daisy to get it. We know that it may be her last game. Um, so obviously, um, obviously, I, I do have a soft spot for Daisy. She's um, she's a fantastic player. So yes, but I um, I actually think Brisbane are looking equally as strong. So I think there's going to be a um, a pretty strong storyline either way, no matter what happens. And before we get too in depth into that game, uh, you went to the awards night last night, and it would be fair to say that uh, some of the women probably wouldn't be able to get up for another season for a little while. Uh, it was pretty hard. <laughs> there was a few people letting their hair down, myself included. So um, it's always a it's always a really fun night, and um, they are yeah they certainly know how to have a good time. And it was a thrilling count too. Can you can you take us through the moments in the room and what it was like um, uh, before the final votes were read? Yeah, it was really interesting actually because. I started sort of looking around the room um, just before they called out Ali's name and I was sitting on a table full of other journos and we'd all sort of written our preview pieces and done our podcast for the week and talked about this Mon Conti Jazz Ghana showdown that was going to happen. That just never happened. Um, And we all looked at each other and one had Ali in their top five, which I I feel bad saying, Um, and she hadn't been named in the All-Australia. Team. So it was a total, um, it, it wasn't a shock that she was mentioned at the night. I'm definitely not surprised she got votes. But, um, yeah, everyone everyone was pretty shocked, including Ali herself, actually. She um, certainly didn't have a speech prepared. <laughs> and, and how was she, uh, we've seen some in the past that might have sort of been a bit, had a few too many to make a speech, but still, how was she? How was the yeah, speech? Yeah, no, 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 she was... Um, she was great. She um, particularly because um, because they'll be playing this weekend. I oh, think she uh, kept herself in check, but she was um, certainly just a bit shocked. I think. Oh, fantastic! And the All Australian team uh, it was fantastic to uh, to see. It was Emma Keeley named seventh time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, it's it's just such a mean feat, and she's been the captain at North the entire time too so she's uh, we're going to get to a point in the next couple of seasons I think where people like MR and Kate 
Brennan and Aaron Phillips and Daisy Pierce, people like that who are sort of the starters of the game, they're going to start retiring and stepping away and we're going to see that second generation. So it's it's so amazing to be experiencing this piece of history, um, yeah, with, with people like Emily. Fantastic. Now let's get to, to Sunday, Sarah. We're talking to Sarah Burt, the uh, AFL um, Channel 7, uh, ESPN, ABC Boundary Rider. It's fantastic to have you on the show, Sarah. Um, tell us about the grand final. Controversial that it's been uh, played up in Brisbane at the, their training venue. Yeah, it is an interesting choice. Um, yes, there, I personally, I can see um, arguments for both sides. Sides, I think, obviously, um, the deal always has been that um, the team that finishes the highest up the ladder, they, they get the um, home ground advantage. Um, I think the ironic thing really is, though, that a couple of weeks ago we saw Richmond fighting for their home ground advantage and it certainly didn't <laughs> do them any favours. Um, but also... Um, you know, surely there can't be that much of an advantage when um, you've never played on that ground before. So um, I think that's that's one issue. The other issue, of course, is capacity. Um, and we know that you can only fit about 800 people in Brighton Homes Arena. So um, <laughs> the grand final earlier this year had about 16,000. Mm. So um, I can't help feel like they're sort of shooting themselves in the foot there, but um, that's the decision they've gone with. Yeah. That's really just... Dis- I mean, they're that's, really bad. For that's me, that's disappointing. If you can project to get 20,000, which you probably could, even more, you, you've got to find the ground. Do you do you hold that uh, they, they should be like, like, like the MCG in a way, as in have a permanent ground for a grand final? Let, let's say either Icon or Marvel Stadium. Do you, do you think... Do you subscribe to that? Or do you like it how it is? I don't. I, I think. I think the reason being that, um, well, particularly every grand final either been in, in Adelaide or Queensland, the best teams. But um, also, I think if if we want to focus on expanding the game and making the game a countrywide passion, then um, I think it's nice to have it to have it move around a bit. It, I think it, it can become a bit Victoria centric, and and that's possibly unfair. Having said that, um, this season I did think that they should have hosted it at Marvel just for this season, um, just because in terms of capacity, being able to get as many fans there as possible, um, they brought the season forward, so it's a bit of an enigma season, Mm. Um, and I thought that they should have just sort of made the call, the AFL own it, so they they could have um, had first dibs on it, so that was my opinion, but um, anyway, we live and we learn. (laughs) <laughs> well, give give us give us the headline and the and the uh, and how much they win by and yeah the headline for uh, Monday morning. Oh, uh, I don't want to ruffle any feathers in there. I was about <laughs> to say you're, you're, allowed to... you're about to say if you want to come back on again, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daisy's D's left heartbroken as Tigers steal their second oh. win. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> right, eh? okay. Well, we what, why do you why do you say that? Well, what is what has Brisbane got? I mean, obviously they've been, they've been the best. Team, they've been the best team. Beat Melbourne earlier in the year, of course, down at Casey. Probably the only time Melbourne's ever lost down at Casey. But why why do you say that? What's going to be um, what's Brisbane's? Uh, why will they win? Yeah, look, I think that 
um, that win earlier in, in the year was really impressive and um, that was that sort of broke a streak. Um, they'd lost previously five times, the last five times they'd played against Melbourne. So I think that was a really good sign that, that obviously um, they could match up well against them. But I think also um, in terms of um, they've had a break for a week, they um, they don't have any injuries, and I don't know Melbourne don't either, but um, I think the Taylor Harris shoulder mm. could play a bit of a part because obviously she's really crucial in their, in their midfield and forward. Um, and they're obviously are just going to... They've given her the tick of approval and they obviously think she's just going to be able to play through it, but you'd have to think that there's going to be a bit of pain there, so I think that will affect it. Um, but I just think Brisbane have seemed stronger all year, um, and their defence is just... I just think their defence is indomitable. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry to say, but that's my prediction. <laughs> I'm going to go with mine, that Taylor Harris plays centre-half back Ooh. or thereabouts, plays down back and dominates. Right, OK. okay. Well, well, that's... I mean, that, that was it. I mean, Taylor didn't play against Brisbane uh, earlier this year, so, I mean, that, that, that it's a different-looking Melbourne team when you throw her in. Oh, he's just... He's clutching, but... <laughs> well, I think we. I think because she um, had a really a relatively quiet three quarters after she hurt herself on Saturday, yes. um, it does make me think that there's probably probably a bit of pain behind that. Mm. We might see her having some surgery or something in the off season, but um, she surprised us before, so hopefully she does it again. <laughs> and after football, what's what's on next? Uh, next for you, obviously uh, a little bit of, or maybe a fraction of time off, but uh, I know you uh, like to talk about some other sports. What do you got coming up for yourself? Yeah, um, well, I'm, I'm with Channel 7 now, so um, we've got the World Cup happening at the moment. Um, and uh, over summer it'll be some cricket and tennis, I think. So, um, yeah, really, really looking forward to... Um, to mixing it up from a bit of footy. I love footy, but um, you can you can sort of get, particularly this year with seasons in one year, you can sort of get a bit lost in it sometimes. So it's nice, to, uh, it's nice to have a dabble in some other sports too. And if you ran into someone like a, like a Bruce McAvaney or someone, you ran into them and asked for a few tips on sports journalism? Uh, oh, I've asked everyone under the sun for their tips. Um, I'm, I'm pretty fresh to the industry, so... Um, I'll chew the year off anyone anyone that will listen. Um, recently, I spoke to um, Nat Edwards, um, who's a presenter for Seven, and she's with the AFL. So um, she had some really good tips, and um, yeah. So there's a, a lot of people in the industry that are super generous with their time, which is something I'm so grateful for. Well, you can tick tick the box here. You've been yep. on one of the greatest community radio sports shows ever. Uh, you can oh, tick thank that box. you very much for having me. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, look. I might have to get you on again uh, throughout the summer, Sarah, because you're an absolute star. But, um, look, hopefully uh, you're wrong with your prediction. But I'm um, hopefully have a, have a great Sunday and good luck. Thanks, guys. Thanks very much. Thanks, man. Not a problem. Sarah Burt there uh, from Channel 7 and ABC and ESPN and everything else. She's a beauty there. Rising star.